Don't that feel good when your crowd behind you? You know what I'm saying? What's that? Well, with that, we're going to get started about this podcast. We got the draft coming up next week. So next week, you idiot. I'm just kidding. That shit. We're a couple weeks away. Why would you tell people it's next week and they're all going to be freaking shuffling? It's just for fun, dude. This podcast. We do this podcast like we're sitting at a fucking bar having some drinks talking about the Bucks. That's the whole thing. I fucked up the date. It's not a big deal. Okay, big deal. 26. Shit, I don't even know the date. Hold on. Let me get a calendar for all of the the concise people. Well, don't be saying it's next week. What are people the got? The 25th and the 26th, 27th. Jeez, almighty. People That's trying to drop this. In party. Nashville, baby. Getting kind of hype about it. Matt, how you feeling about it? What's the what's the verdict? You going to be up here? Are we going to be uh, topless for the commissioner, or what are we doing? Topless for the commissioner? Yeah. Or like Ed Oliver, topless for Ed Oliver. Which one do you want? All right, I'm trying to hit up uh, Justin around here, see if he can get me in the draft party in Tampa. Pulowski? Mm-hmm. No, nobody fucks with that dude. They got some peeps going to that. If anyone knows, hey, shout out, hit Matt up, hit me up on Twitter or email us. What's our email, Ryan? <laughs> the Tampa 2 podcast at gmail.com. Hit, it, hit me up. Hit Matt up. If you got a ticket to the draft party, I'll go with you. That'd be tight. Yeah, they're pretty expensive, right? Didn't didn't you look up tickets? They were uh, a lot more than we thought they were going to be. No, I'm talking about going to Pulaski's thing at Buffalo Wild Wings in Soho. Oh, you're not talking about up here. Yeah, I'm saying someone get me in the Pulaski Buffalo Wild Wings. Got some people hanging in Soho, but uh, yeah, I think yeah, they're a little, a little pricey to get in the main event of the draft. And uh, also to clarify, the Tampa to the number two podcast at gmail just in case anyone was wondering yeah hit us up send some shit if you're uh you said some, some good stuff you know we'll, we may send uh send you a t-shirt send you a nice gift card or something just yeah or if you're a joe bucks fan you'll attack somebody on twitter day like uh roy cummings they always go out. roy roy gets a lot of hate these i don't know roy's slipping a little bit that motherfucker's salty i think they're all honestly i think they're all salty for sure Joe Bucks fans, dudes, are like, they're like the, it's like, okay, first off, let me say this. I'm a fan of what they do, so I don't want this to be taken as a negative. But they're like uh, like short man syndrome. Like, they got to let everybody know, like, yo, I can fight if I have to. And, like, anytime someone goes at them, you could see that, yo, we're not going to back down. We got to address this type shit. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, there is two of them, I guess, that write, so, you know. I always got to clarify that because there's two, me and you that do this. And me and you definitely don't see eye to eye. So, That's No, yeah. I definitely am the calm one on Twitter. Matt's the one always kind of going at people. So, Yeah. Keep telling yourself that. All right. What All do right, we want to we wanna talk about? <laughs> Come on, Skip. Skip Bayless over here. Jeez. I think you're more Skip than I am, honestly. I really do. I, just, you, I seriously, speak from the heart. I think you, you, you business it a little bit more than I do. Do you watch their show, or do no. you just talk about it? Okay, I fucking then work you... for a living. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Hey, Fuck. it's tough out here in these streets. Anyway, 
You need to watch the sh- no. First of all, you need to watch the show because I really, honestly, don't watch it. I do like uh, watch one show and you'll realize. Oh, I think I am Skip. I'm an idiot. But uh, yeah, yeah, let's talk about you. Know, you know the thing that's going to be, and you know we've talked about this a lot, but the you know the old argument of players versus coaches. I think we're going to figure that out pretty damn quickly here because this is going to be a whole new way of yep. coaching. And not a lot of added talent. I think we've added a couple of good pieces. Uh, you know, a couple of role players that know the system as far as linebackers and stuff. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna find out pretty quick what how important coaching is in the NFL. And I'm I'm pretty curious to see because uh, man, you see like a, a Hargraves yeah. get an interview and look look kind of jacked up because he thinks he's just gonna be able to get up and put his hands on people and play man to man and. You know, these guys just they're definitely already hearing a different message from from what they're saying. So it's pretty interesting. Actually, speaking of Hargraves, I saw someone tweet this out that based on pro football talk, he as a corner last year when he was playing off, he was ranked, I think it was 109th out of 122 corners, which is fucking awful as a I don't even remember what he was, 17th overall. Right? Something like that. But, uh, yeah, in the teens. Somewhere. Something like that. But when he was playing man, he was 22nd, which yes. is, like, significant. And I remember you and I talked about this so many times. I was like, dude, when he was at Florida, I watched, I watched a lot of Florida Gators football. He was a great man-to-man corner. But then you draft him and you put him in zone. It's like, I don't fucking understand why we ever did that. But the numbers obviously reflect it. So, like, if I can see that and you can see that, it blows my mind to this day that the other coaching staff was so rigid that they would not do that. And to your point, if we somehow get into a situation where our coaches can actually utilize the talent we have and and fit the scheme around that, dude, I, I, I do. We've talked about it for probably two years. I do feel like we have a lot of talent, and I think we are much better than our record has shown for two years. So... We're about to find out real quick if Bruce Arians is the real deal, for sure. Yeah, especially especially on the defensive side of the ball. Offensively, you want to just say, hey, keep going in the right direction, but uh, probably get better in the red zone and running the ball. That'd probably be the two things that uh, he's probably going to harp on. And I know he's talked a lot about using creative ways to get O.J. Howard the ball. And I think he recently even said, I'm going to see how much he can retain and how much I can use him in different ways. And that's awesome. I, I hope so because that's a guy, you know, I think we talked about it before. Like, I think he was only on the field for like a 55% of the snaps, getting only like four or five balls a game. Like, that's dude, get, get that guy some some more run and, and let him be a, one of the top three tight ends in the league and be elite. And then, yeah, defensively, you know – it's just about time to, you know, Carlton Davis, I feel almost, you know, kind of the same thing as Vernon Hargraves. They want to be up and, and pressing on people and not do this. I guess I guess what everyone's calling the defense that we used to run is like a read and react defense. And as far as our second day, that just didn't work out. Like Grimes was the one guy who liked to play that way. You know what I mean? So he, he was the he one. He did well-ish while he was here. I wouldn't well, say he was a liability. Yeah, last year he kind of – I Last year was terrible, down. but those first two, yeah. you could argue well, yeah, he was... That, and that was the way he wanted to play. He wanted to play off and read and react, and he was good at that. But like we said, Hargraves is not good at that. We don't think Carlton Davis. We think Justin Evans needs to be flying around a little more, and I guess they like the speed of 
of having Whitehead, and we picked up Bryce, uh, safety from the Packers, and these guys. But um, I guess uh, you know we'll get into that number five pick now. Oh man, I'm anything, I'm I'm getting hype. I'm getting real has, hype. I ain't gonna lie. Has anything changed in your mind as far as I mean? Both of us. I don't want to say we're on the white bandwagon, but we're okay with if oh, uh, yeah. the white number five. But you know, I, 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 the more I see, a lot of people are kind of pushing back and saying we don't want an inside linebacker at five. But uh, has, I get has your, it. I that get changed at all. I understand why people would say that, but if you could, t- if you mean to tell me if Luke Keekley's sitting there at five and you know what you know about him now, yeah. you, how many teams in the league wouldn't do that? For sure. For sure. So to me, Devin White can be that. And I on it like candidly honest, I don't know about, you know, from from neck up where he's at in, in terms of football IQ. I assume it's pretty high just based on everything we've heard. Well, and but, I'm almost in, I'm almost encouraged and I and I kind of put this out to a couple of people that were talking about, oh, we over pursues and stuff like this. I said, you guys realize he's really only been in the position about three years because yeah. he was brought in as a five star almost a fullback out of high school. And that's what I was going to say to me. That's what I was getting at is like neck up. If you mean to tell me with Todd Bowles and a really good defensive staff, he can learn and develop, but he's making all these plays just off athleticism and the knowledge he has thus far. You can't tell me he's not going to be much better. So to me at linebacker, if we draft Devin White, I am a hundred percent. Okay. And also Devin Bush, is it Devin Bush, right? From uh, yeah. Michigan, yeah. right? Yeah. I think yeah. he's a stud too, especially watching him in coverage drills. Man, he ran it better than most of the corners, honestly. Like his hips yeah, were really loose when he turned. It, it was fluid. It was like, man, this guy's playing linebacker at I don't know two fifty or whatever he was, and I'm like, yo, he's fast. Yeah, I, I believe they're. I believe they're both not far off, and in a trade down scenario, I would actually be really psyched to get Devin Bush 100%. in a trade down. Um, and but, yeah, I just think you got to realize, you know, people are saying inside linebacker, that's not a big position. Well, what are we going to ask them to do? And right now, if you're having like Dayon Buchanan as an inside linebacker in our base, yep. then you got to realize that's a 210, 215 pound guy. So is that is that good? Or would you rather put a 240 pound guy there that runs a four four you know what i'm saying and god that guy just looks like a beast but you know that's staying there and i will say you know we haven't done this since ed al ed oliver killed his freaking pro day but good lord he put up some numbers to where to me if we're staying at five and it's not one of the big three we talked about we talked i think everyone's kind of on board it's bosa quinnon williams and josh allen that's a big three yeah if it's not one of those guys to me it's almost next three of devin white Ed Oliver and Montez Sweat. Barring Montez Sweat heart thing, that that thing pans out. That scares me a little bit. Uh, they said he had a some kind of heart condition, but as long as that pans out, that's kind of my next three uh, that I would be fine with if we're staying at five. Okay, so I've read a bunch, a bunch of mocks, and almost everyone has it: Kyler Murray, Quentin Williams, Nick Bosa, or they flip flop. Nick Bosa and Quentin Williams, or and then at four, it's always Josh Allen, and then us has been a couple different things. I just the only thing I'll say is, do you really think? Does anyone really think they know what Gruden and Mayock are going to do at number no. four? 
Honestly, because dude, I, I wouldn't be shocked I, I think, if they draft a quarterback. I swear to God, that sounds crazy. Oh yeah, but and like, even the I even would not the be Jets, shocked. What are the Jets at two? Correct. The Jets are three. The 49ers are at two. So you know a quarterback's okay, not going so there. Even but, the Jets, yeah, I think Niners will go either Bosa or whatever. You know, Quentin Williams. But like at three, I've even heard like the Jets are trying to trade down. So like at three and four, I there could be freaking. People jumping up and for a quarterback, it, like that's the only thing. Yeah. If if somebody gets hot on a quarterback like Dwayne Haskins, and they say, "Hey, you never know the Raiders," like they're trying to shop, you know, David Carr behind the scenes, whatever, whatever. Someone's trying to jump up to three to four. You know, say it's like shit. The Giants at six. You know what I mean? The, oh yeah. I to mean, me, uh, I'll say it this way. To me, the, my perfect scenario, and. If we, I guess if we stayed there, I would like us to go Oliver White. I'll kind of defer to Bowles and those guys and whoever they think the better player is. But to me, if you get a linebacker, say we trade down a couple spots, get White or Bush, because the inside linebacker spot is not very good in this draft after you get to about two or three guys. So that's the way I'm looking at it. Go get one of the best inside linebackers. If we say we get an extra two, you're still going to get a hell of a defensive tackle or defensive lineman with our first pick in the second round. And then if you want to go get a a right guard, we've talked about Lindstrom from Boston College or uh, Reisner out of Kansas State who plays like a right tackle or even a cornerback yep. or or something. Then you know you still got the spot there. But I think you know they're saying the, these D linemen are are chock full until third and fourth round. So like, you know, that that's why I'm kind of confused why everyone's so off the, off the linebacker. Like if there's only two linebackers that everyone are hyped about, go get one of them and then take advantage of the deep drafted D line, you know, but I'll say this too. And this made me think the other day, cause everyone was like, you know, you don't draft an inside linebacker that high. Right. Well, what was the last inside linebacker that you can remember that was, that was this good? Yeah, I mean, I that mean, legit, like, they don't come around all the time, so, like, Luke Keekley yeah, comes I mean, to mind. I mean... Yeah, the the comparisons these guys are getting are, like, uh, pa- uh, Patrick Willis and uh, Keekley and those guys, so... That doesn't I happen mean, all the time. I, but I, you know, I, I do get the sentiment that we we need these guys to get after the the quarterback and, and guys that we want edge guys and we want... Um, you know, defense line. Look, I get that. If you, I'm not, I'm not going to kill anyone for saying they want Ed Oliver with the fifth pick or Montez Sweat. Like, I get Hell it. Hell no, I get it too. Yeah, Shit. yeah. So we need all the help we can get. But I'll yeah, tell you what. So. To me, where we're at and kind of like what I'm hearing, man. I honestly, obviously, this is all hinging on how the draft falls. I don't think, I don't think the Raiders will go quarterback. Even though I know a lot of people are kind of like saying maybe. Gruden historically does not like young quarterbacks. He likes vets. So I could see him working it out with David Carr. But maybe. You never know. You just never know with them. Honestly, I feel like they've done so much shit this offseason that I didn't think they'd do that who knows, maybe. I think Ed Oliver, to me, after seeing his workout and what's happening and developing with Gerald McCoy every day, I think Ed Oliver's my pick now. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm not. Um, Get that nasty ass defensive line. And if for whatever the reason Josh Allen falls to us, hell yeah, because then we got a true three four backer blitzer. You know that would be a really good. I think he's been compared a lot to Leonard Floyd, which he's kind of lanky, 
but he bends really well. He's super quick. And, hey, pass rushers, you can't ever have too many. Think about when we were oh, in our heyday. We were fucking killing with three three lines of of ballers. Oh, yeah. So it's hard to say. And, I mean, I, I still kind of talk about this, and it's kind of interesting to me because I just – don't hear a lot from the Bucks and a lot of people that saying these are the guys we're bringing in. But are are you as worried as I am about the cornerback position? Because I feel like I'm like the only one talking about it. I, I am, but I I do think like okay, I can't ever remember his name, but there's a dude from Michigan. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna evade me. But basically, there's a corner from Michigan. I think in the second round, that's a great great option. And there's a handful of those guys that I think will be available, but they're not. It's just going to be more developmental type. Uh, Justin Lane from Michigan State is one that I've thought of. Uh, DeAndre Baker, the corner from Georgia, he kind of reminds me a lot of Dante Jackson from LSU last year. And yeah, I'd, I'd be shocked if he got to us in a second. I thought he was more of a first round, late first round guy. That's what I thought, but he's been mocked in mid second round to like the Browns yeah. at forty nine and. To me, if that guy's there, considering what I just we've been never talking hear, about, I don't and, hear it either. And it doesn't mean shit. I just never hear us going corner there. And um, to me, I mean, I, I feel like we could use at all three levels of our defense. We could use another linebacker. We, you know, uh, up front on the defensive line on a corner. We could obviously use a right oh, yeah. side of the offensive line. So that's why it's going to be interesting. Even if we trade back a couple picks, that that might be great. And if we trade back a couple of picks and even if an Oliver sweat or Devin Bush falls to us or Devin white, and then um, still able to go like right guard defensive line, like I talked about. So that'd be interesting to see. And also I don't know what the big deal was about Joe Buck's fan and come and Sweden, but um, everyone kind of throwing out there that we're, uh, I guess it's gone. We all know it. We all feel it. Yeah. So, you know, the McCoy thing is interesting. The, it just where our cap is and even he's got a restructure, but, he's gone. I, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, and it's, it's kind bad. of a weird thing that the kind of a weird thing that Arians would come out and say that threw me uh, off. They must not be getting anywhere in trade talks. So he was just like, fuck it. I'm going to let y'all know exactly what I think in hopes we can renegotiate or we're just going to cut him. Yeah. Which you would don't be. say that about a guy you're counting on. Like, you just don't say, well, he was more disruptive four years ago. I was like, damn, dog. Like, <laughs> shit. I mean, he's not lying, but damn. How many coaches are saying about, you know, saying that about star players on their teams? Oh, yeah. But that's what we love about Bruce. So, oh, yeah. Here's and a question. Just... This is kind of out of the blue, but second round. So, how high would you draft a receiver? Not second round, I'm guessing, correct? Oh, I wouldn't yeah, I wouldn't go in the top four rounds for us. Okay. I mean, I just how between, about running back? See, man, I, I struggle yeah. with that to be honest with you. Damian Harris from Alabama, I've seen mocked to us in the second round. And he's me, got a lot of Doug Martin comparisons, which I know that name is not like super favorable here, but think early years, Doug Martin was great for us. Yeah, to me, if they like, um, and you never know. We, you know, maybe we do a trade. You know, some people are saying, "Hey, trade Jeremiah McCoy for Duke Johnson." Like, 
maybe something like that could happen to Love where we get that. McCoy. Um, you know, maybe we get like a third down type of back. But I, I just think, like I said, right side of offensive line, defensive line, linebacker and corner, those are four spots to me that come up before running back. So, like, earliest I would like to see a running back taken in my eyes is like fourth round. And I know we're getting a lot of like second, third round stuff, but I'd like I, I would I literally wouldn't mind if we go like defense top three picks, um, but I but I do know we're bringing in a lot of those right guard right tackle guys kind of working them out. So I I wouldn't be surprised in second round you see us take a right tackle or guard. All right, I'm gonna throw a little wrench in. So we'll jump a little bit. So, who, okay, before I get too far, second round, where do you see it falling to us? Because to me, I would not be shocked. It's going to sound crazy, but I wouldn't be shocked two years in a row if we get a running back. I mean that. I know that's crazy, but. I just think it's. A, I, I don't. I wouldn't agree, but I wouldn't be shocked. That's probably how I'll put it. Yeah. I mean, say we go linebacker, I would be. I'd probably bet money that we're going some kind of defensive line second pick, you know, if we end up taking like a Devin White first pick, I would think we'd go defensive line. If we go defensive Agreed. line, um I could see offensive line in the cards or okay. uh or you know, possibly a corner. There's I always forget the damn cornerback's name from Penn State. But yeah, like if oh, you're saying, like, uh, like it starts with an O, it's kind of O W E something, right? Yeah, kind of weird name that a Wookie uh, or something. It's kind of an odd name, but he's a really good player. Yeah, good player sitting there, or like you said, if a Baker guy there, that that'd be a hard guy to to pass up in my eyes. So here's a name for the third round that I've been watching for a while, and I think third round's probably where he falls. Chauncey Gardner Johnson. You ever heard of him? Safety from your freaking Gators. You already know this, baby. <laughs> Listen, See, yeah, safety. He played nickel. A weird spot too, because but, he played nickel last year, nickel corner for the Gators, and he was right. great up on the line. And to me, I feel like if we have a guy that's kind of multiple that can play on the line in nickel, or he can go to safety, that gives us a little bit more fluidity on defense. And to me. We just need all of the athletic guys we can right now on defense. And somebody that can play a couple different spots to me, and I've seen him play. He's kind of rangy. He's not a big hitter, but he can really move. So to me, that, that'd that be a cool safety in the third round because he could be sneaky, sneaky good pick. Yeah. Uh, safety position, it's interesting. You know, you got Evans, who would you hope would you come up? You excited about him? Justin Evans? Yeah, I mean, you know, me and you both kind of talked about him last year. We expected him to take a jump, but, I mean, I think he would have to be. In, and even kind of seeing what Whitehead can do, I know we, we both kind of talked about him. He's just kind of a smaller guy. You you would kind of hope he'd be a tad bit bigger, but he flies around and then see lays, what this – Yeah, see what the, um, Obviously, they liked Bryce enough to um, – bring him over from the Packers and he started some games. So obviously they like something with him. So that, that's going to be an interesting thing, but yeah, I see all those guys, Bryce Evans and Whitehead getting playing time and flying around. I'll say this. I, I wouldn't be shocked. Safety to me is a weird one. I, I don't think it's like high, high need right now, but I don't think it's necessarily not. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's, 
I'd, but I'd put it behind corner. I'd put it behind linebacker. I'd put it behind D line. I'd put it behind O line. <laughs> so to me, it's you're talking about like the fifth fifth option there, in my opinion. Yeah. So I'm trying to. I'm just like kind of going through. Okay. So what, what would that take us to fourth round? To me, uh, that's why. I, that's why I'd like to be able to in the in you know best case scenario get an extra two. That way, our first round, Man, two twos, yeah. first round, two twos, and a three. Go get, in those rounds, give me an inside linebacker, give me a defensive lineman, give me a right guard, and give me a cornerback, and I think we can roll. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what's, uh, what's the linebacker I really like? Uh, Cameron Smith from USC. Good, good player. I, uh, I Obviously, you know this. I'll watch some Notre Dame games, and for a couple of years, Cameron Smith is inside backer, really good player for USC, flew all over the place. I feel like he's a really good player. That's a guy, like, fourth round, you could probably pick him up, and I feel like he could contribute. I don't know if he's a starter, but I know for sure out of the gates he would be a special teamer and probably could fill in in some spots and be as competitive as some of the guys we've had out there already. So I, I agree with you. I think if we don't go Devin White, I'm not looking at inside linebacker until fourth round because also yeah. too you have you have so many other running backs uh like late third early you know early fourth that are going to be available which obviously if we're going to go running back that'd be a huge huge time to do it to me. Mm. Yeah man the draft uh Draft away Jason Light better uh, get his shit together. Hopefully we see a lot of Bruce Arians imprints on this, but uh just can't fuck up the second round again, dude. That's like his like honestly, that motherfucker should not pick second round ever. <laughs> like just saying. let someone else make that pick. I don't care. Anybody. Yeah. If you're going defense, just be like, hey, Todd Bowles, just go make the pick for us, dude. <laughs> you trying to get Miles Boykin or what? Uh nah, he'll be like uh He'll be a late receiver. Yeah, I would take him in the sixth, seventh round. Hell yeah. How about Riley Ridley from Georgia? I don't even know who that is. His older brother is. Uh, oh, Calvin Ridley. Yeah, Calvin yeah. Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Honestly, I th man, I'm telling you, David Long from Michigan is the one corner I think third round will be available for us if we decide to go there. Um, Julian Love? What round? Five? Oh, no. He'll go, like, third round. No. Really? Yeah. They had him at – before they had him, like, two, but I think he's kind of gone down to, like, three. Mm. But I'll tell you this. Go watch that Notre Dame and Clemson playoff game. When he left the field, Clemson started beating Notre Dame's ass. <laughs> so that's what, that's the only thing I'll say. When he, when he left Notre Dame's defense, they started struggling because he was the only corner – Keeping with the Clemson dudes, but um, I'll tell you what, my guy, uh, my guy, uh, Debo <coughs> Samuel is probably going second round. <laughs> oh, geez, yeah, it's look, draft's gonna be fun, interesting. It's it's kind of cool seeing all the guys getting used to the Arians' way of thinking and everyone kind of realizing, hey, it's gonna be a little more hard nose and tough love kind of situation. So it's cool seeing the stories come out of one buck place and and hopefully it's uh. We're all putting our money in the bank that coaching's going to kind of propel us to uh, more wins than just going and getting a bunch of talent because we didn't really have that option. So, I'll, I'll tell you, man, 
this is going to be a really interesting year because I feel like this is going to sound weird, but Bruce Arians, like, did you feel like there was a lot of hype with him when he signed? Because in a weird way, I didn't feel like there was like a ton of hype. Like, I think people were really excited, but he's pretty low key. He's not like, uh, yo, we're going to go win it out of the gates. He's just been consistent. Like, we're going to be better this first year. And, you know, we're going to be competitive. That's really all I've heard from him. Yeah, I mean, I've seen where he says, what does he say? We're going we're gonna to win. Don't be afraid to jump on the bandwagon. We're going to start winning. So yeah, I don't think, much, I, but. I, think he, uh, I think he fully believes with his staff and everything, you know, put the big staff together. Super excited. I, I can't say enough how excited I am about him running kind of multiple practices to get more reps for people. That's and just cool. to say – you know, to say stuff like when he says, I looked at the practice tape and nobody could guard Sean Wilson, none of our linebackers could guard him out of the backfield. It just may, you know, it just kind of shows you the like the ineptitude of, of what our coaches were last season. And if they didn't see that or they were just too scared to put someone on the field. And uh, I just I, I feel like we were badly badly coached last year and I don't, I'm not calling for us to win a Super Bowl but hey and I will say a good thing everyone kind of saying oh these guys getting better and better but I'll tell you what for our division our division didn't make a bunch of big signings so I guess that's something you can uh if you're looking for a silver lining <laughs> we uh what I mean shit the Saints got rid of Mark Ingram and um that's crazy thank God because they were gnarly with two running backs like that yeah, so you can't. I mean, they what they pick up uh, Latavius Murray, right? Which is he's good back, but I don't think he's quite Mark Mark Ingram. No, but kind of still give you a little bit of a one-two punch. Kamara will just get a lot more touches, but Shit, you know, at least that. at least our at least our division um, has got. I mean, God bless you. Still got to go, you know, to Atlanta and deal with Julio and Calvin Ridley and all these guys, but. Hey, uh, at least they didn't bring in the Odell Beckhams and this type of shit we got to deal with. But Thank God. Okay, I was looking at another mock draft as we were talking. And this one, Draft Tech has it fallen. Kyler Murray, Nick Bosa, Josh Allen, Colin Farrell. They expect the Raiders to do something wild and go with the guy they think is going to be the dude. And that leaves at number five, Quentin Williams for us. How do you feel about that? Oh, yeah. I mean, look, in my opinion, Quinnen is probably like the closest to th- not a bust. Yeah, I think he, he might be the safest guy. I think he's going to be a stud D tackle in the league. So, I mean, shit. Um, I, I'll i be honest with you. I'm, I'm a little less on the 3 4 deal. So, I don't, I don't, you know, if he kind of kicks out to a left end in a standard 3 4. Um, then I, I got to kind of see that. I, you know, I'm not as familiar, but if they, I think you already got your nose if you're going with Vita in a 3 4. So it's like, yeah, can Quinnen, but I, I doubt he might be there if we go two QBs, but I doubt uh, Clellan, what's it, Clellan Farrell. Um, I, I would be shocked if he goes top five. Man, I'm telling you, some of these people have the most wild. I'm just looking through a couple as we talk because it's fun to think about this. Oh, Kyler yeah. Murray, Nick Bosa, Dwayne Haskins via the Dolphins making a trade with the, the Jets. Um, so in this mock, it has, it has Miami moving up. And then at four, 
Oakland takes Josh Allen at five. We take Brian Burns from Florida State because he is a 3-4 outside backer, and he tested really well, which is super weird to me considering Quentin Williams, Montez Sweat, Ed Oliver, Devin White. All those guys would be available, and that's kind of a shocking win. But at the same time, in a weird way, I could see that happening too. Yeah, you, you never know. Like I said, to me, in the top five, the two guys are the are the Jets and the Raiders. To I think stuff and, and honestly, I I was uh, I wouldn't I be shocked if up. Miami moves up. I wouldn't. Yeah, there there could be some crazy shit going on. To me, it it could be one of those uh, dealing in our in our top five, top six. Like we could see some fireworks going quick, and everyone always kind of says that. But this year, it may you just you don't know. It's especially with Gruden and. And the Jets and don't know who likes their QB, who doesn't. The Jets already got their QB, so people are going to call them. I wouldn't uh, definitely start watching the number one pick on the night and uh, see what goes on. Shit, maybe we move up. Maybe we say, hey, uh, maybe Bosa falls to number four, and we say, hey, we got to go get this guy. You never know. Shit, if we leave this draft with Nick Bosa or Josh Allen, I can't tell you how excited I'm going to be. One of those two to me would really go a long way for us in different ways. Nick Bosa, obviously defensive end. He, man, he might be the other surefire pick of the draft. I'm always a little fearful of like brothers, you know, you never know, but shit, you just watch him play. He, I dare say might yeah. be better than his brother. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of got it. If he stays healthy, you, you just kind of see him running through pro bowls for the next 10 years. Yeah. It's like, Josh Allen's a big dude, though. I didn't realize he was 6'5". Like, he's lanky. Uh, but I'm telling you, one of those two. And I said this before, and everyone thought I was fucking crazy, but Jawan Taylor, the offensive tackle from the Gators, I'm telling you, don't be shocked if he's at five and we take him. Watch. I would not be shocked. I know we re-signed DeMar and we re-signed uh, old Donovan, but I'm just saying that dude will play. I'll turn off my TV, or if I'm in Nashville – I'll throw my beer at somebody if that happens. Shit. <laughs> throw a beer at the commish. <laughs> that just look, I, I don't he that dude could be a solid player, but if you're telling me you're taking him over Devin White or Ed Oliver, I got uh I may have a little problem with that. Throwing a natty light at somebody? No, we graduated from Natty Light. We out here now. We we're Bush. at least up to Bush, that's worse than Natty. Bush is <laughs> disgusting, bro. We, that's what I'm saying. We out I here. We out here with some Bud Light. We got I got my I got my Bud Light people in Tampa, my Pepin crew, so they keep me stocked up. Man, I'm kind of the older I get, I'm I'm becoming a fan of Guinness. I got a, a a taste for the Guinness here lately. Guinness, not bad. Yeah, it's a little Guinness. bit deeper. Anyway, uh, next week we'll do another podcast. We'll kind of talk about some new findings. Do you think here we'll end with this and we'll move on? Do you think by next week, Gerald McCoy will either be re uh, they'll restructure his deal or he'll be gone. To me, I don't see a restructure. And <sighs> you think it's just time to move on regardless? Yeah, especially with the way I, yeah, I think we're, but I mean, I, I could kind of even see it going maybe even until draft day, but I, I don't know if they want to kind of leave it to that. I'm sure they'd want to get it clear by then, but yeah, I don't know, and it's kind of interesting. I know he's always been a guy to get here and do the um, voluntary stuff, and he wasn't 
he wasn't here the first day and that was kind of, it doesn't really bother me too much but uh you know kind of reading in between the lines yeah uh, i could i could kind of see it going even to draft day and but you know i just I, I don't think we're getting a lot of uh momentum or getting where we want or getting the picks we'd want or getting a player we'd want so if if they're willing to settle and it's just kind of getting the getting the cap down then uh, maybe they just want to do that and have the cap down ready for the draft. Okay. I think I think he's gone. By uh, next week? I, I do, man. There's just too much shit starting to pop with him. Like yeah. all these headlines, it just you know how it goes, man. Once you start seeing a little bit of that, especially seeing the tweets, I can't remember the gentleman's name, but he was just like the Bucks have been trying to shop him hard, but they don't have any takers. Because he hasn't played at a Pro Bowl level, and for 13 mil for a defensive tackle, no one's going to do that. And I was just like, man, I just feel like it's going to happen. Like you think just releasing, or you think we'd be able to get a lower draft pick for him? Or I would love to think we could get a third or a fourth, but realistically, at that salary, shit, dude, we might have to just release him. Honestly, that's pretty crazy. It is, but think about it. Would you? If you're on, I'm trying to think of a team. Shit. If you're the Patriots, are you trading for 32 year old or 31 year old Gerald McCoy at 13 million dollars a year, which is as much as you're paying for Stephon Gilmore? No, I think we got to get someone dumber than the Patriots. That's what I'm saying. Like who? <laughs> I can't. I can't think of anybody that would actually pull that unless you. I call Gruden. I call Gruden first. Be like, yo, look, give us a give, give us a fourth rounder. And uh, give you Gerald. The dude's a beast. You love him. He's give us Doug Martin, or you guys can do cosplay together. He's he's hell on the Batman stuff. He's got his own Batman suits. That shit can... bothered you so much, didn't it? No, I just think it's, I think it's a little. I think it's a little much to be saying like Happy Birthday to Batman. Like <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I'll I just, say it. Like, you said that shit yesterday, and I died. I was like, "Wait, what?" I think it's just look like I'm, I'm a, <laughs> you, the I'm, way you said. It, I think it's a little much to say "Happy Birthday" to Batman. Like you putting on Twitter, "Happy Birthday to the Dark Knight." Like I don't know, man. Yes. Like I don't know if I'm getting on uh, 32 years old. I don't know if I'm getting on Twitter like shouting out Spidey Man for his birthday. Like, uh, who's your I'm favorite superhero? Like, I'm going to let that ride, but hey, man, we'll get back next week talking about some shit, <laughs> see what's popping at the place, see how these workouts are going, see how Bruce Arians is lighting a fire under people's arses. Fire and it!